0: Washington, over Texas, what does it do for the Big 12 Conference? Well, more than anything, this says, look, just because Texas went to the college football playoff doesn't mean they get to go out on the highest note. Texas didn't get, listen to this, listen to this, Texas did not get as far as TCU did last year. There is one Big 12 team who has won a college football playoff game, the TCU Horned Frogs, and that stays true tonight. TCU and Sonny Dykes did something that Texas and Steve Sarkeesian could not. This was the champion of the Big 12. Texas was the best team in the Big 12 at the end of the season, but they don't get to go out on top. Had they won a national championship, we would never have heard the end of it. Had they come out and dominated a Washington team, that I heard a lot of people saying they would. Texas was a four-point favorite. And there, were, there was a massive crowd of folks who were so excited about how oh, Texas boat raced the Big 12. They beat Alabama on the road. There's just no way that UT is going to lose to Washington, right? The same thing they lost to in the Alamo Bowl next year. No way that happens again, right? Okay. See, to me, what we just saw from a Big 12 perspective shows that those teams that competed with Texas were not flukes. Texas won against TCU and Kansas state and Iowa state Texas won against Oklahoma state in the big 12 championship game. But look back at that Houston game. Even look at the Kansas State, the TCU, the Iowa State, the teams that played right up there with Texas. There was not a consistent point where the Longhorns were just blowing everybody away in the Big 12. The Big 12 competed with a college football playoff contender, and we no longer have to listen to Texas fans telling us they're back. We don't have to listen for eons about how Texas played a national championship in Houston. They got to play Michigan, and two of the biggest brands in college football, and Texas went and won it with Steve Sarkeesian, and, and, and they had Quinn Ewers, and they fought through injuries. no. Texas used one of the best defensive lines, I think, in college football history to lose against Washington, to not dominate the Washington offensive line. We didn't see, we saw a better version of Texas than we saw against Houston, than we saw against TCU or Iowa State or Kansas State, the same Texas that struggled in some of these games against teams that we would all consider to be inferior. We saw a better version of that, but there was never a point, listen to this, listen to this. There was never a point after Alabama where I thought Texas is the complete package and you cannot, brother. Listen, listen, you cannot make the argument that they ever were because their secondary was one of the worst, if not the worst in the whole power five, not just bad by a college football playoff standard. Their secondary was one of the worst in the country. Their head coach couldn't coach when the moment was big enough. And you saw that on display against Washington and the sugar bowl. And more than anything else, their quarterback wasn't elite. Who was the better quarterback, Michael Penix or Quinn Ewers? That's easy. Obviously, Michael Penix Jr. And that was the biggest difference. I know Washington did well in the trenches and the secondary stepped up when it needed to. But maybe above all else, not even maybe, above all else, Michael Penix Jr. made Texas look stupid made Texas look stupid. Quinn Ewers this season threw for 21 touchdown passes and six interceptions. He was never, he was, he was outside the top 15 of the country in QBR. And I know that being in the top 20 in the country in QBR is good. I know that's good. I'm not going to say Quinn Ewers is bad, but he's not elite, brother. He was never in the Heisman conversation for a reason. And it wasn't due to injury. He was never in the Heisman conversation because just like you saw on display against Washington, He's not always nails. He doesn't always have it. And he was forced into one-dimensionality over the course of the, of at least the last 5 games, negative rushing yards against Texas Tech and Iowa State, in a couple of games that he didn't in my opinion, he didn't facilitate those wins, he wasn't the reason they won. And it's tough to point to a lot of Texas games this year and say the Quinn Ewers is the reason they won those games. The defense being the big big factor for the Longhorns and the way they were able to dominate the games they dominated. For Ewers, there's a reason the cameras were all at Arch Manning, who hasn't played this year. If Joe Burrow was at the podium, the cameras would be on Joe Burrow. It doesn't matter if Michael Jackson back from the dead is on the sidelines. Quinn Ewers doesn't command that kind of respect from college football, and he hasn't earned it. And you saw it again He's more mature, he's a better quarterback He's got a better head on his shoulders I would agree with all that I would go as far to say that's all true But he kept throwing the ball to ghosts So now From a Big 12 perspective Can I be honest with you? Can I tell you the truth? I had a couple beers Uh huh. I said back after the game Right after the game I had a beer During the game, I had a beer. When Washington was, when when they were controlling, this was all kind of the same beer. It wasn't a lot of beers, but it just felt like, huh, huh? Good. We owe Texas nothing. I will take your $6 million from the college football playoff. That will be great for our conference. I'm not going to see it. So I'm not going to make a big deal about that $6 million, but it's fun. And Texas lost. I can kind of get behind that. I hope you can too. I hope your takeaway from this is that Texas fans cannot be insufferable because guess what? TCU fans will always have, oh, yeah, what happened against Michigan? Well, they won. They went to the national championship, full stop. For Texas, it'll be, oh, yeah, what happened when you went to the college football playoff? And you know what you're going to say? Oh, buddy, get ready for this. You know what they're going to say? Come on. Every time you're going to say the Texas fans are like, yeah, we went to the college football playoff. You're going to say, oh, what happened when you were there? Well, at least we made it. That's going to be the rhetoric from Texas fans for the rest of time. At least we made it. At least we made it. So what does this do for the Big 12? It keeps Texas out of our hair. They get to go to the SEC and lose. I'm confident. I am confident they're going to struggle. They may go 9-3. and three. It can be an admirable 9-3. and three. Good for you, whatever. We don't have to deal with the, the complete... with. And it's gotten better with Sark. It has. This is the most respect that I can give a Texas team in a while. We don't have to deal with the debauchery, with the yelling, with the annoying just constantly have to tell you about something. No more. We get to be done with this. That same team that sucked for 12 years is gone. They get their one good year on the way out. They won the Big 12 championship, and they may scream that. But guess what? Who cares? Who cares? Had they won the national championship, that would have been a tough pill to swallow. But they didn't. And so we can all go to bed happy. Let's do that, dude. Why are you still up with me right now? What are you doing? What are you doing? 12.23 Central Time, you're all maniacs. I don't have work tomorrow. That's big. I should quit my job to take a new job later. So <laughs> that works out. But the rest of you, good luck. Good luck. And this has been it always will be. Thanks for coming and hanging out. Texas loses. Texas loses. You can say it. You can say it out loud. It, it applies. Locked on. Thanks for making this your first listen every single day. I'll come back tomorrow. Dos se grande.